welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Oh, you know. We're back. Uh, We're back. Yeah, we uh, took a week off. Well, not really, technically. I mean, I put You out, did a thing. I put out my thing. I talked about... Uh, Tigra? Tigra. Yes. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was fun. Is that a trip? Yeah. She's got a new action figure coming out. Hopefully I can find it. Oh, neat. Yeah. I like Guys's. Yeah, sure. Ladies is. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies is, yes. Girls is. Girls is. Yeah. But technically a guys is. They're mm. all guys is. They're all guys is. So uh yeah. So yeah. She uh you could you could check that out uh prior to this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh yeah, we're back. Did not see Venom. No, we haven't seen Venom yet. Hopefully this weekend. We had a pretty busy weekend because we cleaned out our attic. Yeah, we cleaned out the attic and the garage. We actually, like, got a dumpster and threw away a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, So that's what we spent our weekend doing. We found all your Barbie stuff. My Barbie stuff, yeah. It was all up in the attic, which is very exciting. We bought new totes, so now they are in a nice container instead of a shitty one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of like, you know, dust and dirt and throwing mm. things and throwing things. Ah, uh, we threw away branches. We <laughs> threw away garden shit. I mean, from the backyard, it was just, it was kind of cathartic to get rid of a lot of stuff that we don't need. So. It is. It is. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy because, uh, the corner, there's a corner in our garage that, uh, is like a workspace. Mm-hmm. It's kind of small, you know, something that my your your dad used and it was filled with like all sorts of stuff, you know, that I, Oh, old shit. A lot a lot of I mean there's some stuff nails, like nails, lot of soldering na- iron, you know, you well, name the, it. The soldering iron actually is pretty Oh pretty no, cool. keep definitely keep it cuz I mean, you know, soldering irons are good, but I mean like that's the kind of shit that's over there like old light bulbs and you know, you yeah. name it. A lot of bike stuff. A lot of bike stuff. He something about working. Did your dad ride a bike a lot? No, but he had all like we did used to ride bikes a lot. Like me and my sister did. But like, there's stuff there that was like, it's instead of just being like, oh, I bought a bike bike pump, you know, and that's all you need. Like, there's like tubing. Yeah, because like, he would fix our tires. Thing, like this really like minute detail. Yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. So my dad, like, we we would ride bikes a lot. My sister and I, like, all like. All the time, all summer well, as long. you would when you're, you know, when you you're a kid, especially, you know, around here, we'd ride to the park, whatever. But, you know, there's thorns and shit. So we'd get thorns in the tire. We'd get flat tires, whatever. So my dad would patch them. And so he'd sit out there with that oil pan filled with water and, mm-hmm. like, try to figure out where the hole was. And then he'd patch it and then he'd put it back in. So, yeah, he had tubing and all sorts of, I mean, just, you name it, he had it. Was, it. it was a lot of stuff there that I was like... Like, why is there so much why bike is shit? There so much bike shit. We really used to ride them a lot, so yeah. it makes sense. I mean, just but stuff that like, like a bike shop. Yeah, would have. yeah, that doesn't so. surprise me. But uh, yeah, so there's that, and there's just you know, your dad's got like had like this. I'm not gonna give it to Goodwill because maybe some. I think somebody might want it because you feel like there's classic car people out there. But there's like a, it's like an RPM. Oh yeah, I don't know what to do with that or something like that. I I have no idea. It's like from when you could work on cars. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like, yeah, but we, we did that. So that's what we ended up doing. We cleaned a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Uh, I've also been, uh, it's been since October. 
Yay! So this is our first episode of October. I p- spooky season. We put up the Halloween decorations, and I could not be happier. Yes, we put up the hot Halloween decorations. No giant skeleton. No, but we do have a giant inflatable ghost. That we do, and, cool. and he does actually look pretty cool. He's like light up, and he looks like he's like menacing. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's pretty neat and pretty yeah. nice to to have that. I think our I think our setup is pretty cool. We just need to fine tune some things a little bit, but yeah, that we're good. Yeah, uh, spooky season. My spooky favorite. We've here. been trying to watch horror movies. Yeah. So so far has not been great. Has not been good. No, uh, it's been be- shitty. And I don't I haven't really planned it out, but it's in a sense down like okay, if I watch a horror movie a day in October, you know, I'll pick stuff that's, you know, that I think that I maybe want to see. I tend to pick stuff that I haven't seen before, you mm-hmm. know, just cuz it you know, I just I just like to have a fresh perspective on things. Yeah. But I like to pick older stuff too. Well, you know, I love an eighties horror movie. So Yeah, stuff from like the eighties, maybe the nineties or whatever. I just I have a tendency to pick those sort of things. And so far I see what's so far it's so it's the four, sixth. It's the sixth. We haven't watched one today. We gotta do that after we're, we're gonna, finished. We're gonna do that. But then let's see. The first that we watched American Were- well, we watched American Werewolf in London for We Hate Movies. And we Hate Movies and American Werewolf in Paris for We Hate Movies. Right. So we did that. So, so I counted that. So, so those are two. Days. Third day we watched The Fog. That was okay. The Fog is pretty good. It's a John Carpenter classic. Yeah. So we watched The Fog. Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau, the voice of Catwoman. Uh, our buddy Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins, yes, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins just idle. Just always like hero running around with road sodas. Oh my god, so much drinking. He just that he, that's the kind of guy he plays in every role. He is a legend. He's getting he gets into trouble with random women. Yeah, he's a legend. We <laughs> we love him. He's, he's, um, he is a legend. He's an absolute legend. Uh, I enjoy whenever I see Tom Atkins on my screen, I'm happy. Yeah. So, yay. So we watched that. He was yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, and then there was a Monday night. Let's see, today's Wednesday, so Monday we watched... Oh, that stupid movie. Pledge Night, which is... And that was my fault, because I... So it was from the 80s, and it was about a bunch of fraternity dudes pledging and, like, getting murdered. And I was like, this is right up my fucking alley. It was... It had the guy from Anthrax... It, well, it, had, it had Anthrax songs and, it was and the all, singer from Anthrax. Yes, so it had the guy from Anthrax in it, and then it was all the soundtrack was Anthrax, and I'm like, holy shit, this movie. How have I never seen it? This is exactly for me. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it, and I was like, this movie is stupid and boring. Yeah. It was boring. I, I think we were... Like, no one died in it until, like, the very end of, like, where's the blood? Where's the killing? It's one of those movies, yeah, it's one of those movies where, like, everything happens in the last, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, and then getting there, you're just like, I mean, okay. Like, getting there, it's all about, like, fucking, you know, pledge, pledging us a fraternity. And, and, like, doing, you know, fraternity shit, like, carrying a cherry with her ass cheek. I watch that stuff, and I understand there's, there's stuff that's good for fraternities, yeah. You know, that, or, you know, good, you know, the good because of fraternities. Sure, I guess. You know, it, I mean, definitely is a, it's a, if I was a more social person. Oh, never. I, you know, maybe I would consider it more. I was actually recruited by a fraternity. What fraternity? Oh, I can't remember. I eat a pie. I eat a pie. Was it like an academic fraternity? I think it was more like, I think it was academic. Because they do have some, some fraternities are like, strictly focused on academics and you don't get those like weird like you know basically it's not like what's well, that fucking movie you know the fraternity movie that I'm, that everybody loves like super 
famous. Dead Poet Society? No. Oh, Animal House? Yes, Animal House. <laughs> That's it. I was trying to think of fraternity movies. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, so there are ones that are like strictly focused on like an activity or whatever. Like, you know, my friend Susie was actually in a fraternity. Or because, sorority. No, it was a fraternity because they didn't have a sorority, but it was strictly because she was in marching band. Okay. So it was strictly for marching band kids at her thing, but it was a fraternity. So every girl, like she was brother Susie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because it was just co-ed and it was just a fraternity. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But it was just for like marching band kids to like hang out and like do marching band things. Yeah. No, I think this was, it was kind of, so I was recruited because it was like a, like academic thing. Like they want to give money to money to you for, for some reason. No, you know you should have taken that. Oh, I did. I Good. went. I, I mean, I applied for the app, the thing, you yeah. know, and whatever. Tried to get it, you know, and uh, didn't work because I maybe I maybe I can't remember because I didn't want to join the fraternity, or they just didn't pick me. Yeah, but it was something that I always remember that they ha- they gave me like a like they give you like a list they give you like a literature or whatever about yeah. it, and in it it tells you about. I think I probably explained this on the show before, but it talks about things they don't do in terms of hazing. Oh, okay. To specify that they, you know, it's like, we do not do this. We do not do that. Yeah. And it was just something about like dropping food into mouths. Ew. And one of the, and then they put examples and one of them was like liver. Raw liver. I assume. And to see that, that's when like, when, it, was very, it was very specific. Yeah, but when shit like that starts happening, I'm just like, there is nothing in this world that makes me want to belong to a group so badly that I would put up with hazing. On purpose. Yeah. On purpose. Like, you're purposely doing this. You are going to a school and paying money for it. Like, and you're letting these dudes, you know, tie strings with cement blocks to your dick and throw them off a fucking bridge. Like why? Never. Yeah. There's nothing that makes me want there. I don't care how bad I want to be your friend. I do not want to be that badly. You know what I mean? So I've, I have never understood that part. If it, I, I could have seen myself like joining a sorority if it was like academically focused or like, you know, Oh, it's focused on writing. This is the writing sorority and we're just a bunch of writers. And basically it's like a writing workshop. Uh I could totally see myself joining something like that, but I cannot see myself joining the kind where I'm like, I have to wear a certain clothing. I have to weigh a certain amount. I have to, you know what I mean? Like there's no fucking way. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of intensity that goes. It's too much. At least, you know, at least, that's how they say it was, but I still think it probably is in certain regards. Yeah. At certain places, I'm sure, you yeah. know, I'm sure that you, they're just like, oh, yeah, we don't do this. Oh, we totally do it. Oh, yeah. You know, but. But, yeah, so I, I wanted to see, like, killing, and I was really excited because I was like, okay, finally, like, because they're like, they have this weird fraternity brother who is like going through a mental breakdown, apparently. Well, the idea was is that during. So for every year during the Hell Week, and or during the pledge drive, they it was supposed to be that they designated a brother, uh-huh. a brother or one of the brothers is like acts like he's mentally ill. Oh, okay. And has like this thing. So they kind of did this thing. You know, like at one point they did the thing where it was like, oh, he stabbed me. Uh, and that's you know. why I was like, oh shit! Like we're really gonna get into it. Here we go. 
And so he like gets up from the table. He like stabs this dude. I'm like, oh fuck. Like it's on. This guy's going to escape. He's going to start killing. Like that's what I thought was going to happen. He was just going to start knocking off these pledges one by one. Oh no, it was a joke. No. And then here, here's another hour of them just like picking up chairs with their butts. Yeah. But basically what ends up happening is that the, there was a person that died during a pledge Mm -hmm. because they accidentally put him into a bathtub full of acid. Which was where the fuck do you get a, enough acid to fill a bathtub? I, 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 <laughs> I that wasn't explained. Okay, I'm just you know these, being, these, uh, these are the questions we ask. That ends up being Joey Belladonna, the uh, singer of Anthrax. Yeah, and he uh, comes comes back and like possesses like that crazy guy. The well, that's acting crazy because oh. you know, then it turns out he actually is crazy because he's possessed. Oh, and does he sing Anthrax songs? No, you just hear the Anthrax songs. Uh, sadly, sadly, is there's no uh, no singing no involved. No, got the time or yeah. Indians or or uh, NFL. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, and so he goes around terrorizing these everybody in this house and mm-hmm. whatever, and you know, and then eventually it comes out that one of the pledges was actually his son, and you know, oh. then that's. Okay. You know, he disappears. So wait, he had a kid, and he was still pledging a sorority or fraternity. Well, no, he probably not. I think he knocked up. Well, that's what I mean. Like a girl who didn't. I mean, he didn't. He was still, but he was. He didn't know. Probably, maybe I think it was because the girl. The whatever. I, I get it. It's, yeah, it's yeah, a back, yeah, yeah. backstory that doesn't really matter Ugh. because really a lot of times we just want to see people get picked off and you don't. Right, and that was really disappointing. So we watched that, and I was very sad because I thought, "Wow, that's gonna be great." Um, and then last night you watched. I watched uh, Howling 4. How was that? Uh, the original Nightmare. Well, I guess this book or this episode, this movie is what is what the original Howling was supposed to be because mm. it's based off of a book. Okay. And there's like three book, three Howling books. Okay. And I guess this fourth movie is what is made uh, based off of the these books. Hmm. Because there's like there's like Satan and stuff and you know Catholic shit and like God stuff and like you know a town full of uh, werewolf people. Mm-hmm. So and uh, it's it's uh, it's not good. Okay. It's kind of like it's funny because there's these guys in there. Like for some reason, the guys, the main two, of the main leads. They have these voices like this, and like, hey, that's awful. I'm, I'm in this werewolf movie, you know. Like they, they sound like that because it's like it's like a, I think it's a South African production oh, of sorts. Okay, because it was filmed in South Africa, so I'm assuming it's, that's somewhere the the movie money may have came sure, from. Sure, yeah. So uh, that's yeah, that, that's that emerald mine money. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Elon Musk has. So they. Uh, so the, the premise is that this woman who's a writer, she's a suspense writer uh-huh. and she's in LA mm-hmm. and she goes to see her, her, uh, her, her agent who talks like this. Mm. And all of a sudden she starts having these visions about nuns and werewolves on fire. Just like randomly or did she do something? Just randomly. Just, oh. she just, it also just starts where she just has. Like, it wasn't like she moved into a new up. Uh, Apartment. No, she just goes into like a building in like on on sunset, and all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, there's a nun there." Oh, I guess not. 
That's dumb. I'm terrified. Usually something has to trigger visions. Yeah, well, they, we didn't we didn't see that. They just happen. So then, was she like always someone who could see visions? No, I, I, I didn't get I didn't get the impression. It that didn't. Was, it did, that was not in the movie. If it, it was, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. clarified. That's dumb. So all of a sudden, so she has a mental so she has a mental breakdown, and then her husband, who also talks like this, uh huh, decides gruff man movie decides to take her to this random town in uh, California, like basically, you know, like Big Bear. Mm, yeah. You know, but like with less people. Mm, well, and, back then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably guess back then. Yeah. So, so they went to, they go up to this place and they're in this cabin and whatever. And she starts hearing like howling. And then, you know, there's. Was it the howling? It, it, it was, I think you could call was it the titular. I was going to say, was it the titular howling? She went, <laughs> it's, oh my God, it's the howling. <laughs> but what. What happens, this is, so there's like, you know, people like the people in the town are being shady or whatever and just, you know, whatever. It's just, just dumb bullshit. But at one point, some woman, some random woman, because everybody seems to know that this writer, even though it's in the 80s and like, you know, you, you didn't have like social media and things that ways that people could find this stuff out. Uh-huh. Even then, it still should have been pretty secretive. But people find out that this woman is staying in this cabin. And at one point, this woman mm-hmm. who is just like, hey, I was staying. She shows up and she's like, hey, I was staying in like this hotel like nearby or motel or whatever. And I heard I'm, I'm a big fan of yours. So I decided to come and visit you at this secluded cabin. And then the woman, who's the the writer, she's just like, "Oh yeah, come on in, let's have some coffee." And then she's just talking, talking about, you know, what year was this? Nineteen ninety, I think oh. ninety eighty nine ninety. Wow, that's that's still a surprise. Because I was gonna say, like, if this was like nineteen seventy two, I'd be like, people were weird back then. They just let anybody in their house, fucking door to door salesmen. People would just come in like that. But now, there's no fucking way. I'm not letting fucking anybody. No, I don't. I'm, I'm terrified when anybody shows up. I don't let anybody in unless I know you're coming. If I know, if you, as long as you're, if you're bringing me food, right, or mail, sure. I don't want to see you at my house. Yeah, unless you have uh, an invite. Yes. Uh, and I know you're coming. Don't come over. Yeah, I don't. I don't like anybody coming over. Well, no. I don't like you. I got a clean shit. If you're gonna come over, man, and I just, that's a lot of work. Don't bring the howling with you. Don't bring the howling. Give me a heads up so I can at least make sure the bathroom is in some sort of working order. You know. Right. I've always got to make sure I clean something. Yeah. No, it's fair. It's, that's, that's fair. I mean, people probably think I'm nuts with that. But you've seen my mother's house. It's literally. Immaculate. It's immaculate. Literally spotless. Yeah. Um, ours is fine. But it's not that fucking clean. And it never will be. So It could always be cleaner. It could always be cleaner. Like, I hate dusting. My mom, like, dusts, like, once a day. I just don't know what else she does with her time. So she gets pissy because I'm just like, tell me when you're coming over so I can make sure I clean the house. Yeah, and tidy up a bit. Tidy up a bit so it's like you think I'm constantly in this state of, so, you know, because it's usually very clean in here, but it's not that clean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and she gets mad because I expect her to tell me when she's coming over and she just wants to drop by. Anyway, that was a tangent. Well... No howling from my mother. Yeah, sadly. Your mom would not. Your mom would not be happy. It's like because there's mom. It's like mom. There's werewolves outside. It's like yeah. Well, let me uh, clean up first. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, before you come in, Mister Werewolf, we gotta clean. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, at the end of the movie, this woman's husband, like, turns into a pile of goo, which I guess is, like, the prelude to turning into a werewolf. Like, it kind of like an American American werewolf in London. Like, you see the transformation, and it's really, Yeah, but that's usually what happens with all werewolves. You turn into goo in this movie? That's what happens. This guy just turned into, like, a gooey skeleton, but then all of a sudden, he was also, like, a werewolf, became a werewolf. That's not how werewolves work. I mean... I don't know. I don't Barely know. was in the book. We have fast zombies and gelatinous werewolves now. Gelatinous werewolves. <laughs> yeah, so I... I'm, Jello werewolf. Uh, dun, dun, dun. I wasn't really paying attention to that movie. I'm glad I missed the Jello werewolf. Um, I'm looking forward to whatever we pick tonight. I'm hoping it's going to be fun. I'm hoping we can Well, kinda... maybe you should pick something. Well, if you let me pick something, we're going to end up watching, like, Ghost Boat or whatever the fuck that thing was. I will watch Ghost Boat, then. Oh, it looks so bad. Oh. What if it's great? I don't know. It can't be. It looks so terrible, but it also looks great. I want to find a movie. There's a movie called Devil Dog from the 70s, and it's about Satan's dog. It Okay, I was like, it's not that weird fucking um, RV movie, is it? That we watched at the new. No, that's Race with the Devil. That was terrible. Yeah, that was kind of boring. It wasn't terrible, but it was boring. It was one of those like it's not one of those enough. Movies they were like, if you're like an auteur, like if you're really into film, like you go, oh my god, this movie's great. Yeah, but when I'm watching a horror movie, I'm not sitting there being like, oh my god, I look at the mastery of this of the acting and whatever. I just want to see people's heads get cut off, Chomp. and lots of blood. That's what I'm looking for in a horror movie. Hence why I love the movie Death Spa. It is not a cinematic masterpiece. But it's dumb as fuck, and I love it. It certainly is. We'll get to watching that. Sometime. I hope so. so yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what we're up to. That's what's going on with the horror movies. Mm-hmm. You'll probably hear more about the, the movies we watch next week. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So but uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back with our book for this week. Stellar Studios presents an Into the Weird and the World on Fire production, starring in alphabetical order. Brainwave Jr. Fury. Jade. Northwind. Nuclon. Obsidian. The Silver Scarab. The Star Spangled Kid. These are the members of Infinity Inc., the protégés and children of the legendary Justice Society. Created by Roy Thomas, Jerry Ordway, and Mike Macklin. Their 1980s adventures are chronicled at last by Herman Lowe and Billy Dee, two podcasters with way too much time on their hands, but dedicated to analyzing, glorifying, and sometimes vilifying the stories from the team's first series. So hop in your Star Rocket Racer, switch on the radio, and let's rediscover the Earth 2 we'd all like to go back to. Star Rocket Radio, an Infinity Inc. podcast. Soaring through the Pottersphere in September 2021. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is World's Finest, number 81 from March, April, 1956. Oh, that is right. 1956. This is coming out of that Batman in the 50s trade. Yeah, yeah. That that I got when we were in Buffalo. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did uh, kind of prelude that we were going to do something out of this book, and uh, you happened to read this and uh, seemed to enjoy it. So I think. Well, I thought it was very dumb. Of course, as most of these are, I, I think that uh, we, you know, we could chat about it. So yeah, 
But this is probably not the only thing we'll do from this book, but you know. Yeah. But so it's from the Batman in the 50s trade paperback. And uh, on the cover of this particular issue, you've got uh, Batman, Superman, and Robin looking at this guy in a golden. He looks like he's gold. Mm. And he's in a, you know, he's in a floating chair. And he's like, I, Cathar. Of fifty nine fifty six have the whole truth about you in this book, including your secret identities, Clark Kent, Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson, and it says featuring the true story or the sorry the true history of Superman and Batman. Mm. And when I first saw him, who is the character? And I always forget this guy's name. Who's the character who like floats around in a chair? Metron. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, is this Metron? It is not Metron. No, no, we're we're which is yeah, we're way out from him. But I was like, ooh, and then I was like, no, we're still like. 15 years out from that. Which is sad. Because that would have been cool. It, yeah, it was secret, secret first appearance. So got floating chair guy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is really, this is like backdoor Metron. Back, backdoor Metron. <laughs> this is like, you know how they do backdoor pilots sometimes on TV shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is backdoor Metron. Yeah, that, that was the whole intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like on this cover here uh, of Batman and with Superman and Batman and Robin. Robin just looks like he's doing the half-assed Orange Cassidy thumbs up. Oh, that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> he's just kind of like, eh. he's like, I cannot be bothered to react to what's happening in front of me. So, uh, yeah. So it's the true history of Superman and Batman and the premises that, cause you know, it's, it's like in the fifties in these fifties these and sixties comics, they would do like the first page mm-hmm. and they would have like, you know, our first couple pages would be like, Kind of in the, you, kind kind of of in the middle you, of the story. Telling you in the middle of what's in the middle of the story. And yeah. so you see uh, Superman flying with a, with a building. Yes. An entire building. A whole a, building. A jail, actually. No, an orphanage. Oh, I thought it was a jail. Oh. Superman's carrying the orphanage. You Batman, know what? I'm gonna, Batman has the jail, but I'm going to think that it was much more interesting if Superman had the jail. He's just like, <laughs> come on, prisoners, let's go for a ride. Let's go to the zoo, I think. Let's go uh, just put you behind put you behind more bars. Oh, man, double bar. Double bar. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Superman's flying with this orphanage, which... I find it fascinating that when you they're can just like, pick up a building, you like can just that? pick up a building and there's not like structural ge- problems, structural issues with that. Like it's just, you can just pick up a building. Like it's like a Lego piece. Uh huh. Absolutely. I, I, I don't understand that. And then all buildings are like prefab trailers. You just move them from one place to another. Right. Yeah. So when Batman is opening the door and letting some guy out of the jail, of the jail, like he's letting some crook out of Gotham city jail and so. everybody's wearing a hat. And people were in hats, yeah. Because it's fucking 1956. And we're getting some nice exposition from... Uh, Don Draper is probably leaving this issue <laughs> of the world's finest uh, on the side of the road somewhere as trash. Um, <laughs> He's probably reading this out of Hojo's. Yeah, and then he just drops it on the floor and just walks away. Because nobody threw their trash away, apparently, in that show. Anyway. So, um, so they're like, why? why is Superman doing that? Why is Batman letting that guy go? So, because what we see here originally is, uh, it's in the, you know on the on this day when all this stuff starts happening. We, I guess, Bat Superman. There's a zoo. There's a zoo built. that Superman built. Superman built a zoo. Superman then, builds everything. So Superman basically was like, I saw the movie, we bought a zoo, and I wanted to do that. But I misread it. But I, I misread it. We built a zoo. We built a zoo. So he built a zoo, and he also like 
just picked up all the animals in his arms like a bouquet of flowers and like dropped <laughs> and just, him he just into was like, this fucking zoo. I, I'll just shower the zoo with animals. <laughs> Animal petals. Um, and then, so for some reason he's like, oh, now I have to undo this and I have to take the zoo down and build an ark. Well, I like here. I'm no one. Now. I like here when he's taking away these animals and he's just, it's like, he's, Pushing them like kind of like a like a like a sled or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but they're all kind of like lumped together. So he's got like two giraffes and like a pair like a elephant and a yeah. rhino. Yeah, and it's just, it's just a ball of animals, <laughs> and he's just shoving it towards this do, island. Do you where think? He, do you think that's one of Superman's powers? Is just like to put animals into a ball like they're fucking silly putty. Just like squish them together. It's kind of like it's kind of like floam. Is it like floam? It's kind of like Bawana Beast, who like is supposed to be able to combine animals, but he doesn't combine them. He just kind of smushes them uncomfortably together. I thought Bawana Beast just combined their traits into him. No, he combines. Oh no, you're right. He combines animals. Yeah, and that's so fucked up. Yeah, that's his. That's That's why Bawana Beast doesn't show up very often because when you sit down and think about what he's doing, you're like. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. I would enjoy a live action Bawana Beast. Oh. I think somebody, I think DC should just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Live action Bawana Beast. You know, at this point, might as well. The Rock is Bawana Beast. <laughs> the, what's or the, I'm sorry, fuck, not The Rock, uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, fuck sure. It, fuck it, let me be Chris Pratt. He's, he's Mario, anyways, so let yeah. him be Bawana Beast. Just it's me, just, Chris Prattio. <laughs> Um, he's gonna wear a stupid helmet and he's gonna come just mush a bunch of animals again they're like alright you got a fucking uh, rhino giraffe so so here it comes so is it like you know when you see like a kid making dolls kiss yeah is that what you do with these animals to combine them yeah he kind of just just, and then you just smash them together he kind of just forces them together together against their will I need to read more Bees. I have his very first appearance so if they um if they could talk, would it just be that like Sims quote where it's like, "Why, why was I programmed to feel pain?" I would, I would imagine, yes. <laughs> yeah, all life is hell or whatever. Kill me. <laughs> yeah, they just bleat horrible noises. Oh yeah, just that's terrible. So Superman builds an ark, mm-hmm. puts all the animals back on this fucking ark. Yep. Brings them back to Metropolis. Yes. And he's like, I put them back in the zoo now. He's like, put them back in the zoo. So he and, took them out of the zoo to put them on an ark. I don't know, take the arc 10 feet off of the shore and then bring them back? Because as we, because Superman, it's implied that he didn't do it. He, he didn't did, do something correctly. He didn't do something correctly. So he has to redo what he's doing. Yeah. And everybody's like, I don't know why Superman's doing this thing. This is so weird. And so then we, we you know, Lois finds out. Well, like, oh. no, because at the that same time, Batman and Robin. Yeah, because Lois finds out. She's like, oh, shit, something's going oh, like right. this going on in uh, Gotham. And we find out that Bat- basically Batman and Sup- Batman and Robin saved a plane from crashing the day before. And now they have to redo it. They have to re-crash a plane. Yeah, because it like went into the ocean, so they have to like... No, they saved it from going into the ocean. Oh, and now they have to put it in the ocean? They have to put it into the ocean and then turn the, the Batwing into a submarine... And then pick up this, pick up the the plane from out of the ocean. Yeah. So they put it back. They crashed it and then uncrashed it. Salvaged it, I guess, is what yeah, it's technically yeah. called. This is uncrash. <laughs> That's not a thing. Uncrash. 
I know words. <laughs> I uncrashed it. I uncrashed. Excuse me, I uncrashed my car. <laughs> and by an, that, I mean I didn't crash my car. I am an idiot. <laughs> they go back to the Batcave, the Metron Prime. Uh, oh, yeah. Metron Junior. Back, senior. Backdoor Metron. Backdoor Metron. Yeah, so they're in the Batcave, and it's Robin and, uh, and Batman, and all of a sudden, Metron, backdoor Metron's like, ha-ha, it's me. Uh Car, blah, 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 blah. What's his name? Cathar. Cathar. Catheter. Like 5,000 years in the future. I am a historian on you, Batman, uh, Superman. Um, And I'm here to tell you that you guys, like he published a book about the things that Batman and Superman did. And then he came back and realized that the way he described them in his book was actually incorrect. Well, again, people are making fun of him for that. Yes. And instead of just issuing a retraction, as one would do, he decides to go back in time and make them do the things the way he wrote them. So he isn't wrong. And if, he, if they don't do that, then he, uh, he's going to expose their secret identities to the modern, the current day. So keep that in mind, yes. So 1956, whatever. Um, so they're like, well, we better call Superman. And this is the funniest thing I've ever seen because I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, yes. Uh, so apparently a way to call Superman is Batman just turns on the headlights on the Batmobile and it shines a Superman signal in the sky, which he then knows to like go to the Batcave. How powerful are those lights on his car? He's in Gotham. He's also in a cave. And somehow it goes into the sky of Metropolis. Can you can't do that with a car? I mean, maybe they're laser beams. The high beam, I mean, maybe high beams he just, are bright, but. Maybe he just lasers oh. through the side of a of the Batcave and it's just so bright. We were talking about lasers yesterday, the other we were. day. About how I mean, there's not enough lasers going on. In the, I feel in like life. we should. I think Batman is actually onto something here. Yeah. We should really be in a laser-based economy at this point. <laughs> uh, we're just not, and I just I don't know what to do with that. Uh, we should pay for things in lasers. <laughs> yes, laser-based economy. <laughs> okay, here's your here's your Starbucks. Uh, I should be able to zap, 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 zap. I mean, technically, we have a laser-based economy. We have those lasery gun things. That's true. But it should just be better. No, I need lasers that hurt people. I was gonna say we should be able to like cut things. I know. Like, I should be able to go to the store, and instead of buying scissors, I can buy a laser. Yeah. And I can just laser a piece of paper in half. Yeah, what the hell are we still, still, still cutting things with blades for? What are we doing? I'm saying, we don't have lasers. We don't have flying cars. This is the shittiest future. For a second here, this 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 uh, spotlight, it, it kind of, <laughs> when I'm looking at it, I just thought it was like a picture of like a sexy lady. It does kind of look like. Kind of like a mud flap lady. like a mud flap. But it's just Superman with a cape. And it's, <laughs> so, so that means that Superman, Batman's got stencils at the ready. That he just flops on top of his yeah. fucking high beams. That's how he calls all of his friends. He puts a, you know. A, oh, do they all look like sexy mud flaps? Yeah, he's got a sexy Green Lantern one. He's oh, got a yeah. sexy Dr. Fate one. You mean to call Dr. Fate? Halloween know? all year long. It's sexy everything costumes, right? I need to call a sexy nurse. <laughs> Stupid sexy Flanders. I got one for that, too. Oh, I bet he has a stupid, sexy Flanders one. Even though the Simpsons haven't been invented yet. <laughs> He's just got it in his back pocket. He's the world's greatest detective. He knows. He's the world's greatest stencil maker. He is the world's greatest stencil maker. Yep. And he's using his, like, what? what is it? I think they're called cricket printers that, like, 
cut things like that, cut stencils and oh, okay. stuff. You can buy them at like Hobby Lobby and Michael's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know he's not doing it. Fucking Alfred's probably like, oh, oh yeah, dear. no. Alfred definitely. Another stencil. Alfred definitely has a cricket printer that he uses constantly. Just constant stencils. Master Wayne wants hamburgers for dinner. I better put the hamburger stencil on the on the 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 high beams of the of the Batmobile. Is that how he communicates to him? That's that's a, that's his version of Grubhub. Oh, that is so like Bathub. So Backrub. Let's say Alfred's like, "Do you want hamburgers for dinner?" What he would have to do is make a stencil of a hamburger and shine it into the night sky, so Batman would see that it's a hamburger, and then he would shine back a, a thumbs up. To say yes? Yes. <laughs> and if it's a no, it's a thumbs down? It's a thumb-based economy. <laughs> thumb-based communications. Thumb-based communications. <laughs> so, I like this. No payment takes hands. Actually, just actually just puts a money symbol up in the sky, and that apparently oh, that, well, currency. That, that's how you call Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So if you want Batman, you put the bat. He goes, hey, wait, the dollar's in the sky. Better <laughs> go get that. Yeah, you, <laughs> just a money bag. Yeah. So if you put a, uh, the bat in the sky, you want to talk to Batman. You put a money bag in the sky, you want to talk to Bruce Wayne. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. how that works. So anyways, uh, Superman shows up, and of course these two idiots are just like, they're both idiots. They're, they're, like, they're just oh, like, oh, no. God, we got to do everything this guy says. It's this Dude, random Yahoo that showed up on a fucking chair. This guy who just showed up, Superman, speaking of lasers, could literally laser this man in half. He does not have to do anything this motherfucker says. Yeah. He has nothing. He could just break his neck. He could, he could rip off his arms. He could do he whatever. Can't, so that he, can't, he can't write anything down. He could pick him up and go put him on another fucking planet. He could go drop him in the desert. You know what I mean? Like... It's like, document this motherfucker. Exactly. Like, the fact that they're just, like, getting pushed around by some fucking academic with a book is, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. They're like, oh, no. Well, so Superman can't, speaking of red lasers, mm. Superman, uh, X-ray, I guess it's the X-ray kind, Superman can't read it because it's covered in lead. That's right. So this guy has a lead book. A really, really heavy book. It is book. a big book, too. Big, that thing heavy, must weigh a billion pounds. Lead book. Yeah. And he's this motherfucker's like, you can't. And, he t- and so Superman and Batman are like, yo, can we see it? And he's like, no. And, and what's really funny is they just like give up immediately. They're like, well, I guess we're just going to have to do what he I says. I guess I'm not super strong and I can't rip this out of this man super fast. I can't rip this out of this I, man's hands. And read it and see what's going on. Like, I could read it in the, the time it takes this guy to fart. I, he could literally read it in, like, the time it took the guy to realize he had ripped it out of his hand. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, but so he, they're just like, well, I guess we just have to do what he says. So let's go undo our magic or our feats, I think they call them or whatever. Yeah, something here about this. So apparently they had to redo a tornado. Yes, that's. I think that's the last thing they, they wanted. Because they're like, they're like, okay, we got to do all this other stuff. But, like, this tornado thing is, like, the most dangerous one, so... Yeah, they're like, we actually have to, like, create a tornado in order to do what We have to put want. everybody in peril. And the guy's like, yeah, this. great idea. And, and immediately this happens because Superman... Uh, so this guy, uh, Cathar, is like... He's like, yo, look at that dam. Uh, according to my book, you only used one rock, one big rock, as opposed to different... As opposed to multiple rocks. Yeah. So you have to take this dam apart and get a big rock. And try to stop it before it kills a whole bunch of people. And uh, Superman, of course, does it because he's Superman. Of course, but at the same time, I'm like, 
Are you not thinking, like, is your secret identity so important that you're willing to risk the lives of everybody who just lives by this dam? He's, he, he, Superman's a... Uh, oh, he's, narcissist? He's a narcissist. And yeah. he's a... He's just so, he's just so reckless, man. He really is. He's ex- I think that's a really good word for him. He's very reckless. He continues to be reckless to this day. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, he freezes the dam mm-hmm. and he, he 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 punches the side of a mountain and gets the perfectly shaped rock. Yep. And then throws that down into the dam, and this guy is like filming it. Yeah. Because because uh, he wants to have like proof that he was right. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, bad. I'm like, dude, if you can actually go back in time, why are you fighting over what you wrote in a book? Like, yeah, right? Let everybody just go back in time and watch what happened. Why don't you just go back in time and, like, stop your detractors from being born or by hitting them with your lead book? Or stop your parents from having sex. Stop your parents. Yeah, right. And that's probably what I would do. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe not. You Just go around doing some book-based murders. Oh, absolutely. Just dropping books on people and just, you know, these lead books on people. That sounds fun. You know? I I think maybe there should be a horror movie about a librarian who just drops books on people. Actually, that'd be a great one. It would be. You'd be like, time to check out, bop. Oh, yeah. Oh, what would be a good name for that movie? Overdue. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, Overdue. (laughs) Yes, and it's just about, like, some librarian who was murdered in the library on, like, Halloween comes (laughs) back to start, you know, exacting revenge on the, uh, of course, teenagers who killed her by book-based murder. Yeah. No, I like that. I, oh, like, I like that a lot, actually. Can we, is that a movie? Is that a movie? Can we something, somebody, that? somebody dies with uh, the, the, the library cart. Oh, the library cart. Absolutely. Probably slam somebody through like a glass window that's on the second floor of the library. Uh-huh. And then they go like flying to the bottom yes. and they die. And then also somebody gets uh, paper cut to death by the Dewey Decimal System carts. Oh, yeah. Those all come out and they totally like stick in them like they're like fucking ninja stars. Yes. Yes. This is the best She has movie. a bandolier of Dewey Decimal cards. Yes. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Because they just start flying out of the card catalog. Yeah. Because she's like a, a poltergeist. Oh, she's so she's a she's a ninja she's a she's a librarian. Uh, well, she's a ghost because she got murdered. Yeah. So now her ghost is coming to take revenge on the kids who killed her the teenagers and they're all trapped in this library. And that's when like all the cards come out and like stab a dude like to the wall and he bleeds to death terribly. Okay. Maybe his intestines come out. That could be fun. Oh, that's, that's good. There could be the guy who gets killed by the library card who also gets pushed through a plate glass window, falls to his death. Very bloody. Uh, obviously a shelf has to fall on somebody like one of those, like kind of like dominoes. Somebody gets crushed to death under like bookshelves. Yeah, no, these yeah. are these are good ideas. I think this is great. Somebody give me money. I could totally make this movie. Something to do with videotapes mm. or computers. Microfiche, maybe. Ooh, maybe somebody gets stuck in the so, fucking microfiche machine. Oh, man, you so know, the like, microfiche turns to blood. Yeah, so, like, you know how somebody, like, uh, sometimes you'll see where they're, like, their hair is going to get stuck in, like, the ice cream machine or something. <laughs> what? Have you ever seen one of these? Oh, like, on the X-Files, they did it. Um, what, somebody got hair got stuck in the ice cream machine? Yeah, there was, like, an X-Files where, like, a poltergeist killed somebody by this, killed this girl by, like, she had a long ponytail and she was at a fast food restaurant, like, working, and it got stuck in the ice cream machine. Like, it went in there, and it, like, ripped her scalp off. Okay. But you could totally do that with, like, somebody, like, gets pulled into the microfiche machine. Maybe their skin gets ripped off. Okay. 
Yeah, this is their entire skin. Well, they could get degloved. Yeah. Which is honestly the most disgusting term I've ever heard in my life. When somebody's like, oh, they got degloved, you're like, literally the skin got ripped off their hand. Yeah, no thanks. No, it's disgusting. But they could get degloved and then die. Maybe okay. maybe electrocuted. Okay. Yeah. Mm, this is good. This is good. This is a great movie. I'm going to write it. Yeah. Better do it for somebody else does. <laughs> well, I just put it all out here. Yeah. Uh, so somebody's a faster writer than me. Congratulations. So I just want to see it. Superman. Uh, so Lois, well, Lois shows up. Oh, while Lois. this guy's doing all this, you know, watching this Superman put the put this dam back together. Yeah. And uh, she's all like, "Yo, what's going on?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I'm a time traveler. Time traveler." And I, as you would tell someone, yeah. And he's like, "I've got this, you know, you know, this book about Superman and Batman and stuff like that." And you know, and she's like, "Sweet, can I read it?" And he's like, "No, bitch, get out of here." You know what's so funny about these? Um, but then, they, but then Superman flies them like he's carrying a pizza. Oh yeah, and he's in, and they're and they're Lois and him. Lois just, has got her feet like. Propped up like she's like uh, you know talking on her, on the phone on her bed. Yeah, she's talking to having a dreamy conversation with uh, with uh, Lana Lang um, talking about soups. You know what I find very funny about these? Maybe not funny, just very interesting about these these old books is that the world that these characters inhibit they just believe everything like like nothing phases them you can be like i'm a time traveler from five thousand years in the future and she's like cool can i read your book you know what i mean there's like no like well because she's already seen like aliens that's what i mean like there's aliens everywhere like everybody just like oh okay yep mm -hmm. yep like no there's never any like shock or whatever it's just like this is the world i live in i world i live in a world where time travelers just show the fuck up yeah (laughs) so uh so something at the planetarium where they have to like orbit these planets. Oh yeah. Something about like Batman and Robin have to like go from planet to planet in like a specific order to like save something from falling. I don't exactly remember what that part was. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that doesn't make much sense, but no. then it's, but then you get this shot of uh, this panel of Superman Carrying both Lois and this guy, and somehow his hand, his arm is like super long to con- oh, accommodate yeah. both of them in his arms. Well, he has super stretchy powers. He was like a stretch oh. Armstrong. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah he does that too. You know, he, or Inspector Gadget, one of the two. Yeah, if Superman's stretchy, maybe he could like turning into different uh, shapes. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a plastic man or like an elongated man type of thing. Yeah, like he could turn. He, maybe he, you know, he, if he, he, I don't know. I feel like there should have been an issue. Yeah, did Superman ever get super, like, stretchy? I don't think he did, but I feel like that's something that may, or maybe there's an issue of, like, like these like these comics mm-hmm. from the 50s or 60s that, like, he just turned, he's able to, like, turn his body into, like, shapes or something. Like a parachute. Like, I stuck my finger in this keyhole because my finger can also be a key. Right, because, I mean, I feel like by the end, Superman could literally do anything. Like, yeah. anything you needed him to do. Like, if you needed Superman to, like, turn into fucking soap bubbles, he could. You know what I mean? He'd be like, I'm soap bubbles now. And you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I would not be surprised if there's some random issue out there where he, I don't know, gets cursed by a genie and now is super stretchy. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. So next up, Superman. This is where Superman grabs the orphanage. Oh, yes. Because so. So because according to Dude. Yep. He says that Metron Prime. He said that Superman took the kids from the orphanage to 
to the zoo, I think, right? He took him on a zoo. He took him on like an outing. He keeps saying outing. Yeah, he took him on an outing and he was so Superman just picks up the orphanage and takes the orphanage. And as Lois is standing there, still trying to get to read this book, he's like, Oh, well, I wrote that he actually carried the orphans, but instead of the whole building. So like Superman got his wires crossed on his instructions from this guy. I would have loved that Superman had to carry every orphan. Like just like well, a, like an entire like building of orphans individually and just fly them just like but instead of like was he like an Uber? Yeah, like he's just like he's like hello goodbye hello goodbye you just zip it back and forth. With he's them. like hello I'm an Uber pool now. Uber uh, pool. Oh shit! I'm gonna turn my I'm gonna turn my body into a pool. Oh my god! Just Superman with one of those. Remember when Lyft had mustaches on their cars? Those fuzzy <laughs> pink mustaches. It's just like Superman just got one hanging around his neck. He's Superman. like, "Hi, I'm your Lyft driver. There's some water in my back pocket if you want it." <laughs> Actually, no. I'm just imagining Superman with a big pink mustache and like his <laughs> and some kids some kids riding on his back and like being like being, being like, "Yo, I got some I got some water. Yo, let me put my USB. Let me I, I could I could take that ox." cord from you <laughs> yeah, if you want to plug your phone in man like i got i got chargers back here also you know whatever tunes you want i got spotify on just my don't cape. puke on my on my back <laughs> superman's got like a like one of those speakers just like like tucked into his cape and he can just like play whatever he wants yeah yeah oh, superman's bumping super bumping yeah so yeah so he he, he grabs this this building and flies around with it and uh he's uh superman's also worried because he's that you know because he thinks that lois is going to want to read well yeah the book and get his identity right because he thinks lois wants to know who he is and, and how is he going to keep lois from you know being as nosy as she always is and oh my god blah 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 so that's what he's concerned about instead of just being like i'm so powerful i could literally kill everyone on this planet right now yeah if i just blinked too hard everybody was going to die so here's here's some here's some bullshit mm. coming up next, where Batman <laughs> is is supposed to be that Batman has to release a criminal. Oh yes, because he didn't. He has to recapture him in the way that the history was described. And so we see Batman go to the jail mm-hmm. and open up the door, and the criminal walks out. Whoever this is, uh, Slaney. He goes. This this lady guy goes to his hideout, mm-hmm. and the hideout, you know, and then and they're like, "Hey, boss is back. Let's divide up our money." And Batman is watching in the window, and so he, you know, he gets the police to capture the the crew, mm-hmm. but the villain is running, mm-hmm. and Batman takes chase in the in the Batmobile, and this is all being filmed. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, mm-hmm. kayfabes this entire thing. Of course he does, because Batman's a master of disguise. Batman is a master of disguise, so he disguises himself as this, this, guy. this criminal. He basically looks like Matches Malone. Yeah, who? Yeah, he's just a criminal. But inversely, Batman is just Robin. Yes, in, in, a, a, in a suit, Batman skin suit. Yeah, in a padded suit. And it's just, and he's taking it off as he's driving the car. It yeah. looks like he's wearing that like Shazam suit where it's like big old puffy muscles. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's like actually like uh, that. Just too much shit on me. Like, it's just, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Just Robin just walk around and like, there's too much shit on me. Batman's radio. He's like, all right, Robin, are you a go? And Robin's just like, there's too much shit on me. He's just sitting there in that like saggy Batman suit with like all puffy with mus- like styrofoam muscles. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's 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 what this guy's just filming. He's just filming Batman just standing there, and they're like, he's like, that's, why is why is he not letting this the prisoner out of uh, out of the jail? And he's uh, Robin's just like, there's too much fucking shit on me. I, I didn't I didn't realize when I watched it the first time, but that's a historical document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. It's because because it's so, so funny because it's just, just a fucking. It's just—he also looks so terrible. Just this terrible old man outfit, and it's just, just this guy standing there. Uh, was it? You think? I think you should I leave. Think you should leave uh, on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's the second season. There's too much fucking shit on me. <laughs> so oh, I gotta watch that again. So uh, yeah, so they kayfabe this stuff, you know, because they're you know they don't really want to release somebody out into the wild, right? You know, I think that kind of, I think the, the criminal system would have something to say about that or the yeah. justice system should say something about that. Sure, I guess. You know, it was like we're letting a perp out just to, you know. Just call it jail overcrowding and let the dude go. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, right. It's what we do now. Throw him in the, throw him in the zoo. Yeah. I mean, Superman threw all the, he like mashed all the animals together. So they're just like a sad round mass right it's now. Not just a sad round ball of animals going, <laughs> you know, and then they just throw them, throw them, in, throw this criminal into yeah. the, into the and they're with those sad ball there, animals. There's and, plenty of space. When you smash all the animals together, you only need like one pen. Everything else is open. Yeah. 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 Just come see our ball of animals here <laughs> in Metropolis. Ooh, animal ball. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to be scarred forever? Uh, just the idea of it scarred me forever. <laughs> so this is where Lois is like, "Hey, motherfucker." Let me read that goddamn book. And she like flirts. Is this where she's flirting with this guy? He's like, no, I can't give you this book because you don't want to learn that. Uh, he says, I know what you want to learn, but that secret can't be revealed to anyone in this age. Yes. And so Robin and Batman overhear this. Uh, and it's kind of like a light goes off. They're like, oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. And Batman can't like, tell us the reason we can't read it. It's because we can't know exactly what it says because that would fuck up the few that would fuck up the past. So he can't change. Like if he were to tell people who we were, it would change history. Yeah. It would basically so can't. botch his book from the beginning. Yeah. So, so he, he was never going to follow through on his threat anyway. He just wanted them to do things for him. So instead of like cutting this guy in half with his lasers and being like, which he should have done in the first, or place. or merging him with the animal ball. I mean, couldn't he like, <laughs> couldn't he throw him like so hard that he actually like throws him into the future? Yeah, I mean, that's a Superman thing. He throwing could... people into the future. <laughs> I mean, he made an animal ball already. Yeah, he's he's Ubering orphans everywhere. I you know, know. He's, he's inventing lift. He's you know making. Animal balls. He's throwing dudes into the future. He's got a really stretchy arm for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So this old guy is like, this Cathar is like, well, 
you know, you know, you were, I, I'm, 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 I feel really bad about this because I'd be making my book now, now, and I kind of, you know, I ruined this. Mm-hmm. And Batman Superman's like, no, actually, you know, we, uh, you know, we, the way we, just, you know, we stopped this tornado that you put in your book mm-hmm. was actually the correct way. So yeah. you actually do have something right in your book. Right. Dude, dude goes away. And the last panel is Lois being like, yeah, I just wanted to find out who Superman married. Yeah, he didn't. I was like, come on, Lois. Poor Lois. investigative journalist. Lois Lane. Lois Lane. All she wants to know is who Superman going to marry. I just wanted to know if he... Ate a sandwich. If he he was able to stretch himself into the future or something. I don't know. I know. I feel like if you went back in time to do something, you would just want to know if so-and-so ate their food and didn't waste their food. Like, whatever you were doing. Yeah, I know. You were like, did did they eat that sandwich? And then you'd watch them and you'd be like, good, they ate the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, I, that's, my, that's my soup. That'd be like my mutant power. Yeah, just watching it's, people it's, eat it's, food. It, but I can only go, I can only watch people eat food and make sure, to make sure they finish it. Yeah, that's it. And then if, if they don't, you get very upset. And that's, that's it. That's I, all I, that I, happens. I, I, make, I make noises as it goes. I go, <laughs> food. We were watching the other day, somebody like knocked over a plate of food and you were like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that usually. Oh, I think it was that that stupid fraternity movie because like it, something happened at the dinner table and like he knocked over his his meal. Yeah. Yep. I hate seeing pork chops go to waste. I know you do. I know. It's really disturbing. I know. Anyways, that is it for whatever book this was. <laughs> I can't. I forgot. Already forgot what it was. World's finest. Uh, world's like finest. March uh, number eighty one from March April nineteen fifty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I feel like it goes without saying that you would want to read the next issue oh, of yeah. World's Finest. Of course, because you know I, I, I would read them. all the World's Finest. This, if this, if we, if we had our druthers, we probably would just do an entire World's Finest podcast. Yeah, we would, because they're just dumb, uh, and I love them so much for just how weird they are. Yeah, there was a lot of shit going on back then. Mm-hmm. I, I respect that. But yes, thanks for listening, folks. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, Worst Collection Ever, and find us on Facebook. Uh, wait, I messed that up. Email the show, Worst Collection Ever, at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever, if Facebook is actually working. Yes. If they haven't broken it again. Uh, maybe they should, and that would be for the better. And please rate and review our podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get the show. Uh, if you're on Samsung Podcasts. Oh, shit. Samsung has its own thing, huh? Yeah, everybody's got podcasts. Mm. So if you're on Samsung Podcasts, look for us there. Yeah. Give us give us some love. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Oh, yeah, by the way, YouTube, Angry Hero 79. I got a new video uh, up probably by the time that uh, maybe, maybe t- on the day that you get this or maybe the day after. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, All right, folks, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.